Greetings, fellow planeswalkers. I'm James. And I'm Paul. And you're listening to the newest episode of the Commander at Arms podcast. This week on the podcast, we are talking about our experience thus far as magic content creators with our ups and downs and our future goals. Now, I know this is kind of a continuation of last week's episode, but we didn't really get to talk about us so much as we did about the products and the roadmap for 2022. So now this is going to be a continuation of that episode about what we're going to be doing as Commander at Arms in 2022. Um, so we're going to do our upkeep trigger here first, Paul, and we want to thank all of our patrons. Uh, you guys help keep the lights on here in the studios and help us pump out more content for your eyes and your ears. And hold on to that thought because we're going to be talking about a lot, of, a lot more of that stuff in the second half of this episode. Um, if you want to be a patron and help support the show directly, you can do that at patreon.com slash commander at arms. We have three three patron tiers in there. Go and check them out, uh, as well as some fun patron stuff coming up very, very shortly throughout the in the pipeline. Let's go into the next section here of our upkeep trigger poll. We have a mail day and interesting find. Did you find anything or buy anything interesting in the last week? Um, not really. I uh, I do have my. I think I mentioned this last week, but I do have my uh, the Stranger Things secret layer. I'm pretty sure is shipping this month if it hasn't already shipped. Uh, I'm hoping it's here in time for my birthday because I would love to be able to put that deck together for my birthday. But you know, I'm not uh, not considering, uh, or I'm not I'm not counting on that. So I haven't really, I don't really have anything new to contribute here. Uh, hopefully, you do. So all I'm hearing is a uh, Magic Day birthday games, maybe, possibly. Yes, <laughs> I'll bring you something fancy. That you can either <laughs> you can wear slash or use while playing Magic. Lovely. <laughs> um, yeah. So last week I uh, I mentioned here in this little slot of our upkeep trigger that I did a massive buy list and uh, hey, guess what? I ordered the cards that I wanted to come in, but uh, tracking says I was supposed to be here today, uh, and they're not here. So I'm still going to mention it now. And what I got. Uh, but I will also be posting pictures on our social media, our Twitter and our Instagram. So if you want to check those ones out, we are at CMDR at arms on both platforms. I will be posting uh, probably a small video of a little unboxing. Cause it is, like I said, probably the most expensive package that I've ever spent in one transaction on magic, the gathering product. Uh, but let's, let's run down the list. Shall we? Um, I wanted a mana crypt because I have never had a mana crypt before and they're, I mean, let's not face it, like they're still expensive, yes, and they're not as cheap as they used to be, I understand that. Are they going to get reprinted this year? Most likely, but god damn it, I wanted a freaking mana crypt. So I did my, I did the thing and I went through my collection. Uh, the first card I got was a mana crypt from, I think I just picked up a list version because it was the cheapest, um, which yeah, is a little how you going. Um, I wanted a Sensei's Divining Top with Kamigawa Neon Dynasty coming out this year, or we're getting spoilers for it in the next uh, couple of weeks. I wanted a, I wanted something from original Kamigawa that, I, again, I've never had before. So I picked up a Sensei's Divining Top. Uh, I also picked up a, an Ancient Tomb from Tempest. This will be my second copy of Ancient Tomb I've ever had. Uh, I did pull one out of a booster pack and didn't think it was all that fantastic. Back in the day, playing 20, uh, 60 card, you know, 20 life kitchen table standard, I guess, standard in quote unquote. Um, 
it wasn't that great. I think I may have traded it or lost it at some point. I was very young. Uh, so I'm going to get another copy of Ancient Tomb and I'm going to treasure that thing dearly. Uh, and then the last card I got was a 5th edition City of Brass. Because again, it's a rainbow land. Deals damage to you, yes. But I wanted it. I know that City of Brass is one you've been looking for for a long time. Like Maybe even been. since we were playing at BAM, to be honest. Uh, I have been, yes. And I have been, I've been, I found it for a decent price. Not as cheap as I wanted to, uh, as I found a copy at Windows for a little bit cheaper. Uh, that's Windows Cards and Comics uh, near us. It's Actually, it's your local game store, isn't it, Paul? Sure is. Closest one to me, at least. So, yeah, I love that place. Um, again, something we're going to be talking about later on in this episode. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, these are cards that I wanted that I knew were expensive and only ever going to go up in price. So if I pick them up now... I'm kind of just getting rid of the cards that were on my desk, just hanging out for the last year. And if I can push that into being like commander cards, then I'm going to kind of do it. And that's what I did. So really happy, really excited to get those cards. I'm super pumped. I got home from the gym and I saw the mailman on the way out. And I was like, yes, my mana crypt is in the mail. I will pick it up <laughs> on my way home from the gym. I pulled into the spot. I opened it letterbox and nothing. And I was like, God, I know that feeling. Absolutely soul crushing. Disappointed so much. <laughs> like the meme of um Kevin Sorbo uh from Hercules doing the disappointed. Yeah, that was me, 100 percent Uh but I was like, damn, okay, uh, maybe it'll come out, maybe it'll be here tomorrow. I I've got tracking, I've been looking at it and watching it every hour on the hour. Just like, where's my matter crypt, man? I want it. I want it so bad. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my mail day slash interesting find this week. That was a long one. So we're going to shorten it up a little bit here. And, uh, we do actually, in fact, have a brand new video on YouTube. So please go and check it out. It's youtube.com slash commander at arms. Uh, it is a brand new deck tech that I've had teched for a little bit. Uh, it's a Ruth Tormented Prophet. I wanted an it deck and the wife's been telling me she wants a fun it deck and she loves sp casting spells and doing spell shenanigans on the stack and everything because that's the kind of magic she she wants to play and i built a storm deck around a ruth tormented prophet i did in fact poll twitter and poll our discord community and this was the one of the ones that came back more than anything else so i was like screw it i will tech it because i have it sitting here and i'll do it why not um, so go check that one out. It is a Ruth Tormented Prophet. You'll see it there. It's a brand new video. Go and like, subscribe, comment. Tell me what you like about it. Tell me what you don't like about it. I like hearing the negative feedback because it gives me something to better. I'm not going to know if you don't like something unless you comment it. So, I mean, if you say, hey, man, this is boring because X, Y, Z. Cool. Awesome. I mean, I love hearing that because then I can change it and fix it for the next video and be like, all right, if they're not going to like this spice, let's let's turn it 180 and let's go down this avenue and see if they like this spice, you know? Yeah, that's actually something that I try to point out a lot is uh, like even in real life, I love when people give me, I, I like to call it negative criticism. Um, I like to call it constructive criticism. Yeah, that's a that yeah, that's a more appropriate term. But um often uh, more times than not like when people are doing something wrong, they just might not know that they're doing it wrong, you know? And it's important to know the things that we can improve on. So uh like even in our audio content and the podcast content aside from the deck texts, like just let us know is there something that you like, something that you didn't like? It's important to know what we should be capitalizing on and what we should be fixing. Yeah, definitely. And this is yeah, this is uh this is 2022. This is a year of content. We're going to be getting 
so much more content out to you guys. So again, like we want to know what to, what, what to strive for and what to kind of push for and what you guys like to see and what you guys don't like to see. And let's, uh, and we want to capitalize on that, not just for you, but for us as well. So we want to make sure that we do, we're doing a good job and you guys like everything, but if you don't like it, just let us know. Cause you know, I love to hear that as well. Um, and then after that, Paul, uh, we have our play of the week. Do you have a play of the week? <laughs> uh, so yesterday I was actually playing magic in person, uh, with, uh, my play group and, uh, I, I was, I was playing a Traxa. I basically had nothing. I had a Traxa out. It had three plus one plus one counters on it. And I had Rolesque apex hybrid. Uh, it's a four or five flying trampoline when it dies to proliferate twice. Um, Roles got so I had ten commander damage on me from a Rograk that had Eldrazi conscription on it. Uh, my Roles got exiled, and I was like, "All right, well, all I have now is uh, Atraxa, so I'm like basically not even a threat." No, actually, I think Atraxa got exiled. I can't really remember, but I was I was like literally not a threat at all. And then my friend John was like, for the for the memes, I guess he was like. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna attack you, <laughs> and I, I died to commander damage, and what was funny is that that Rograk basically killed two of us because of that Eldrazi conscription, and, uh, my friend that was sitting next to me, Alex, he had a counterspell in his hand when he played it, but he, like, he just, he let it go, and it literally killed both of us, and then the dinosaur player wound up winning the whole game. Not even the Rograk with Andrade conscription. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's awesome. <laughs> he in, he won with oh. an entwined savage beating. Oh my god. Yeah. It's not something you see every day at all. So I have a play of the week, Paul, and it involves you as well. And I hope you remember this game. And I was thinking you were gonna bring it up, but I guess it's more of my play, even though you got to resolve your favorite card. I think I know where this is going. You know exactly where this is going. <laughs> you, you so know. I mean, if you don't know where this is going, I'm going to remind you and remind <laughs> you how good that game was for me. So I was playing uh, Yarrick the Desecrated, uh, playing against, I think it was a Katilda deck. Uh, Paul, I believe you were playing... Um, Gearhead. Gearhead. And there was one more player uh, in the pod that I can't remember who they were playing. I can't remember either. I think it might have been... I have the memory of a bird. I can't remember. Sorry <laughs> if I can't remember who, who who played with us in this game, but I just, I remember what I did and what you did, and that was that was what made it fantastic. So I uh, proceeded on my turn to play uh, Avengers Endicar to get 22 zero ones, and I think I buffed them once. They'd be like two threes or something and was like i was in a really good position i had 11 treasures uh, not treasures i had 11 uh clues on board because of tireless tracker and i was feeling like a really good position as well because i had um field of the dead with seven different lands and getting zombies getting two zombies for every land drop so i felt fantastic i was like there is no way i'm losing this game whatsoever uh, turns pass around, the Catilda player does some stuff, and then Paul's like, I'm going to resolve this card because it is my favorite card, and you guys played around this card perfectly without even knowing what it was. And what did you play, Paul? Uh, that would be the Great Aurora, the uh, nine mana sorcery, six triple green, uh, that says sh each player shuffles 
all permanents they own and their hand into their library, then draws that many cards, and then each player may put any number of lands from their hand onto the battlefield. Yep. And so then you exile had, Yeah, and then you exile it. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, getting that getting that effect again would be nutty. Uh, <laughs> I I did everything that Paul just said. I I shuffled all my permanents, which included all my twenty two plants and my eleven clues, and ended up drawing fifty six cards and dropping twenty lands. One of those lands being Field of the Dead. And you bet your ass, I had more than seven lands. I had seven lands with different names because that's how the deck is built. So here I am, uh, I had 20, what was it? I had 20 zero ones. Sorry, I had 20 two twos on the field. And I was like, feeling like hot shit, you know? I was like, yeah, this is this is it. This is how I win because no one else had anything else. Uh, it went to the next turn's uh, player's turn. And at their end step, I flashed into Fairy Mage of Zalfir, which has flash, gives all my creatures flash, and says your opponents can only play it instant, uh, sorry, at sorcery speed. And I went, okay, I feel even better. Tapped seven mana, flashed out Avenger of Zendikar, was like, okay, cool. I got two fetch lands on the on the battlefield. Uh, I went, made, I think it was, uh, made 20, uh, 20 plants. So 20, zero, one plants, untapped, drew a card, which was a land. Um, I think I then tapped my seven, played my commander, which was Yarrick, dropped my land, Buffed my plants by plus two, plus two. Cracked both of my fetch lands, uh, plus them by plus four, plus four. So there are plus six, plus six at this time. Um, and then I then uh, ramp it. I had nature's lord into another land, giving them another plus, uh, plus two, plus two. So there are there were eight nines at this point. Uh, proceeded to then just swing lethal at one player with all of that and then enough at Paul and the third player to just win the game on the spot and I felt so good. Yeah, it's important to note also I that Teferi was actually significant because I purposely held up both Path to Exile and Source to Plowshares and <laughs> I would have been able to deal with the Avenger before the plants got their triggers for the counters. Yeah. But because Teferi was on the field... I, Which was I, funny... <laughs> because it was a it was a card that I never I never even considered for the deck, but you added to the deck, and did it, I? I'm yeah, smart beyond my years, you know. And it bit you in the butt, and I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. So that's my that's my play of the week. Uh, do you want to actually get into what this episode's all about, Paul? We've been recording yeah, for about fifteen well, minutes, <laughs> almost sixteen minutes of us just waffling on about stuff that we haven't even gotten into the uh, the actual episode yet. So let's move to our main phase one and we're going to start talking about some of our experience experiences as content creators being a part of the commander at arms team um so you actually came up with all of this this whole script was all you this episode idea was all usable paul so i'm gonna hand the microphone over to you yeah so my inspiration behind this episode was uh, like people content creators share what they do in like bits and chunks as far as I can tell on like Twitter and other mediums and such and I think to provide like a healthy outlet to maybe to inspire other content creators maybe to do the same thing uh we should just take an episode and tell everybody like hey like there's I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are considering doing something like this and I thought that this would be nice for them to have you know to know that what they're going through is perfectly normal. So I want to start with the positives because I'm a positive person and I like to start on a high note. Um, as far as positives go, 
James and I have been able to meet a ton of different people. Tons. Seriously. Like, we've been able to talk to people that live in places uh, so far away that just wouldn't have been possible without being in content creation. You know, like, we've, uh, we've spoken with Gavin, who's all the way out in California. Uh, we've played with people in the Midwest. Uh, we've played with people that live up north. It's crazy how many different types of people we've been able to communicate with I mean, and make content we've, with. We've also played with people who are like out of America as well. Like we've played with people who is in Australia. I mean, that's not a big thing for me because I am from Australia. Um, but I mean, we've been able to play with people in Japan as well, which I think was really, really fun and really cool. We played with uh, Hoi MTG, uh, who is a Japanese-based content creator. And that was so much fun to see it like come out with little Japanese subtitles. And I'm like, that's what I sound like in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I forgot about that, actually. Yeah, we played with Hoi a couple times. Uh, we've played with uh, Vince, Pleasant Kenobi. Who, uh, yeah, who's in, across the pond and who's in yeah. UK. Which actually brings me to my next point. We've had experiences that literally wouldn't have been possible without me and James putting ourselves out there. Um, we did that charity event back in, I think that was October that we did that. Yep. Yeah. We did uh memories journey on the, I think it was the second of October, uh, where we got to raise, uh, I think it was Alzheimer's association. I believe. Yeah. 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 It was, it was for Alzheimer's. I can't remember the exact amount, but it was like 426. Yeah, it was 4,200 and it was like 4,269. Yeah, it was so four thousand two hundred dollars and ninety cents. I think. Yeah, ninety and and sixty nine cents. Yeah, because we, <laughs> we 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 joked about trying to get it to to a funny number, and all of us degenerates at you know nine o'clock at night after streaming for like twelve hours, uh, <laughs> were like, yeah, four twenty sixty nine. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I think it was like someone's parent who com- who like gave us the last like sixty nine cents so we could all just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, that ended up actually being like a 15, 16 hour stream by the end of it because we kept pushing it back a little bit um, to, you know, because we kept raising money for it. And that was a fan. That was that was one of the coolest experiences and most humbling experiences that I've ever had as a content creator is being able to bring all of these, you know, quote unquote, famous people together um, and just play cards with them, play magic with them. You know, like I, I got to play against Gavin Verhey uh, with you know, a commander product that, you know, he may or may not have helped design. So, I mean, like there's cards in there. He was like, oh, that was a cool card to play, you know, like, oh, that was really cool. And I mean, I didn't have the deck to begin with because I borrowed it from Paul. Um, cause you know, I didn't exactly buy any, any of the Strixhaven commanders, but I mean, that was really cool. Cause we also had, um, it was myself, Gavin rebel was there. And, uh, and that's, that's what I could remember. And rebel <laughs> and, uh, and Mike from, from the deck tuners. So, yeah, I mean, and that would never would have happened, which also branched us into like meeting and getting to play with other people. Like, um, I mean, you got to play with Toma, which was really cool. That to was watch. a literal dream come true. That that was a personal goal of mine. So yeah, uh, there was Callahan from the Mind Sculptors. We had Mitch from Commander's Quarters on here. I never thought in a million years I'd ever be in an event that Mitch was going to be a part of, and to be able to invite them onto something that we had actually hosted was a really cool. Uh, a really cool experience to have because it's not only do we put ourselves out there to random people, but we put ourselves out there to people that 
other people know in the community and go, oh, I know that name. And it was like, yeah, we just emailed them. It was like, hey, we're doing this thing for charity. Would you like to come on? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. And I think as soon as I messaged Gavin about it, he was like, tell me the date, tell me when, and I will be there 100%. I was like, bro, you are a bro. (laughs) (laughs) Which actually, funnily enough, I just emailed Gavin the other day and I was like, hey, do you want to come back on the show? And spoiler alert, Gavin is most likely coming back on the show. Yeah, so, that's gonna uh, be exciting. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say what we're gonna be talking about. I want to leave at least that much up in the air. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Is, uh, but spoiler alert: Gavin is coming back, and I'm really excited to have him back. Um. Anyway, yeah, that was a that was a great experience. Um. Just the overall communication with a bunch of different people, in in and of itself, as an experience, has been amazing. You know, there's a lot of people that play Magic and uh having the game as a medium to communicate with other people uh has yeah. been truly like really really cool and very helpful um and i feel like these are people that we probably never would have talked to or uh engaged with if we didn't play magic because it was like it's that surrealist uh like i don't know it's just i don't know how to formulate the sentence but it's like it's so surreal to be able to like see these people on youtube so like say uh dylan and cam from play to win watching their videos while i was meant to be quote unquote working uh and uh then like the next day have them in discord with us and be like hey man what's up oh you know not much and just have a car have a generalized conversation with them like they're just normal human beings because i mean we are all just normal human beings and everything but i mean like just the the oh i'm watching this you know these these content creators and you know like it's that you always see that mentality of a podcast where it's like uh i always see this meme all around these podcasts like uh in these groups that i'm in for not just magic content but um like i actually admin a fan group for another for another unrelated specific podcast um and uh just seeing the memes on there where it's like you listen to a podcast in the mirror with the headphones on laughing at the jokes like you're a part of it kind of thing and to go from that idea of like, you know, you laughing at their jokes and they're not even knowing that you're around to then being able to like, oh, you're in the same room. I get to talk to you and interact with you. And not only that, but I get to play the game that we both love together at the same time. Um, but like even all of that aside, even if there was like nobody that we were talking to or anything like that, it's just nice to be able to have uh, an, an outlet or like a void that we can just you know, no matter how good or bad our ideas are, have a place to just shout them into existence, you know? Yeah. Um, words are, like, amongst ourselves, they're just words, but being able to share them with other people and have people shout back at us their own, you know, creative ideas has been a really cool experience. Um, it's honestly helped me out. A, like, I, I've added cards to decks that I didn't even know existed just because, like, we've... I guess what's what's the term kids use these days? Manifest. Yeah, we we manifested uh, a community, I suppose. Um, I mean, I feel like you and I have manifested a community around actual like other content creators, as much as we have also manifested our own small little following and and community. Fair enough. But what I mean is like, <laughs> I so here here's an example off the top of my head. In my gear deck, I would not have added or noticed the uh, harmonic. Prodigy is that its name? Yeah, yeah the the one that doubles the uh, abilities of shamans, I think, and wizards. Yes, shamans yeah. and other wizards because it is also a human wizard. <clears throat> yeah, I would not have thought to put that in that deck uh, if somebody had not come on our Discord and say, "Hey, loved your gear deck. Uh, 
why don't you play this card? And I was like, yeah, I didn't even know it existed or I didn't know it worked like that. So I was you. also the same. I was, <laughs> I, I think I looked at it cause I, I looked at it and, uh, I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Like that wizards and shamans that that's cool, bro. Like, I don't know why you'd be playing it. And then I looked at, I looked at gear Ed for the first, it's like, I looked at it for the first time, you know, and it says human shaman. And my brain went, <laughs> Wow. You know what's funny is because of that, I actually added a uh, timeless witness into the deck as well because it is a shaman. It's, it's a human shaman. It is a shaman, and it also has eternalized, so you can make a token of it and populate it with Girid. I also have that card in my deck, but for other completely different reasons. <laughs> well, my so my I didn't point even know that was a thing. My point is that because of that one seemingly innocuous comment from our discord i reworked like basically a decent package of the deck a decent yeah. chunk of it and that is so cool that 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 we get to do that like that gets to happen you know like we get to sit here behind microphones and talk and do these episodes for everybody but at the end of the day it's it's the interaction with with the community that we we do love so much and that's why we keep saying it at the end of every, every episode paul keeps thanking everyone in the community just to share our names out there because the more people that hear us not only do we get to you know, people get to hear us more, but they also get to give us their suggestions on what we can do. Cause I mean, like magic is magic is infinite. There is no finite. Like there is always going to be better cards for things and better cards for like possible slots in decks and rada, 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 and yada, yada, yada kind of thing. But like getting people's opinions on our decks and how we can make them better so that we can then in turn build not unquote better decks, but like better synergistic decks to then, put out for you guys to me like hey check this out like we got this idea from this person and this is the deck that we built out of it like check this check this out you know like we get to kind of promote the community's ideas as well so this is an outlet not just for us but for our community as well without saying as well too many more times in a sentence <laughs> um i guess as the last part of one of the uh the ups of doing this or the positives and this one's a little more superficial than the rest, but it's important to note nonetheless. Uh, it's just a good conversation piece, you know? There's a lot that goes into making a podcast, and sometimes people think that's pretty cool. So, you know, I've, I've definitely been in conversations uh, where I mention, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm also, like, part of a podcast, uh, talk about Magic the Gathering, and, you know... That's not something that you exactly hear very often. Um, and, you know, especially when I used to teach, uh, my students usually thought that was pretty cool. I never, of course, told them what the name of my podcast was because I didn't need them uh, uh, following me. Although I think a couple may have found me over the years. <laughs> um, but it's still, you know, it's something that you can talk about for a while before you run out of things to talk about. You know, me and James have, this will be our 81st episode, so, <laughs> you know, we could, that's about, I would say if I talked for like 24 hours straight, I still would not be done talking about everything that we've mentioned on this podcast. I mean, we started with companions, or not even companions, we started with Utate uh, and companions. That, that was what our first episode was. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think we've said this before, but we started this because we had our own playgroup who couldn't understand companion or mutate properly and we were like i there's probably lots of people out there who don't understand how companion uh, how companion and mutate works why don't we just record it you know 
We were on the down from a D&D podcast. We decided we have the microphones, we have the technology, we have the software. Let's just sit behind a microphone and see what happens. And now <laughs> we did it. I will say I now have a much better microphone than I did back then, um, which, you know, <laughs> is, is a hashtag subtle brag there, Paul. A <laughs> little bit. Um, I guess I, the main reason I'm mentioning that is because, like I said, I'm doing this to maybe inspire other content creators to do the same thing, or if there's any aspiring content creators out there, uh, you you don't need to start off with the best. Nah. $30 Blue Yeti from uh, from from Best Buy will do it. Just as long Which as it's- exactly uh, what I started with. Yeah, I mean, you did. <laughs> and it's it's great. I mean, I have a Blue Yeti, Yeti here. I recorded some of these episodes with a Blue Yeti. Um or a, a, a snowball, sorry. Um, and I'm still using the same microphone as I started with. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is. So and if you want to start content, just just do it. I mean, I don't see an issue with it. Just just get in there and do it. It's a lot. It is a lot of work. It does take a, a lot of time and prep. But just yeah, just do it. Which is actually Insert a good segue here. <laughs> it's a good segue into the negatives of uh, content creation. And the, the negatives can depend a lot on what kind of content you're doing. You know, there's video content. Uh, me and James, at least currently, we'll get into that a little bit later, are doing audio-only content. Um, so we'll be speaking from a purely audio perspective for now. Um, but like James mentioned, it's actually, and I guess actually I didn't even ask James about his opinion about this, but for me, this is a lot harder than I had originally anticipated. Like, when we started, I thought, and this actually how it was how it was at first is I thought it was going to be me and James, you know, we sit down, we just, we shoot the crap for a while and bada bing, bada boom, we have an episode. But there is a lot of time that goes into background stuff, you know, not even just like editing, like just coming up with the topic, having enough or conjuring up some enough like things to talk about for that topic. Uh, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this specifically, but me and James often, take uh sometimes we take a few days to come up with a topic and come up with enough talking points about it and at a bare minimum it takes us like an hour or two before we do the episode to come up with a topic and talking points about it and And i mean like i feel that you and i we do like like it's as much as as we do i feel like we still do a lot less than most likely other content creators that they do because i mean like there are people who write full-on word-for-word scripts and we don't do that we just we kind of just do pot, like, plot, a uh, plot. We just do, like, pot, wow, I can't even talk. <laughs> plot points, is that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. <laughs> we just do, like, bullet holes. I'm going to change the word completely. Uh, we just do, like, talking points where we're like, oh, this is the thing we want to hit. Oh, this is another thing we want to hit. How we, and then kind of steering the conversation to this next point and, like, oh, this, whenever you say, it's like, oh, this is a good segue because this is where we've kind of gotten to in our script of our talking points. I mean, like, oh, this is, this is right where the conversation is let's kind of go to this talking point because i mean let's be honest i'm not really good at if i if i sat here and actually read a script i would be like super robotic and it wouldn't be fun to listen to because there's no like um it's not organic at all like there would be no organic features to it all it'd just be like oh yeah this is exactly what i'm gonna say and i think paul and i we've done an episode kind of like that where we read off a script and it came off a little bit it felt to me like it was a little bit in the box and I didn't, I wasn't a fan of it. I like just getting behind here and just kind of like talking and just saying whatever I want with yeah, a reason. I think I know exactly what episode it was 
Yeah, I think it was our, our rules episode and we kind of like plotted out, all right, I'm going to say this and you're going to say this and then I'm going to say this and all my pieces were highlighted so I knew exactly what part of the script I needed to read when you read yours. And yeah, it, it I mean, because we we're talking about rules and interactions and very, very difficult things to articulate over audio only, um, like the stack, I wanted to make sure that we were kind of presenting that episode in a way that it was going to make sense for us and make sense for you as the listener, because it is a very complicated thing to kind of talk about, but it is a very necessary part of the game to understand as well. Um, something else that has contributed a lot towards the the difficulty of doing this is uh, me and James are accommodating each other, two different people, and we both have constantly shifting schedules. Uh, James, I don't know... I don't know if any, if everybody out there knows that, but he has uh, a business that he runs with his with his wife, and shows pop up, you know, somewhat sporadically. So it's it's difficult for him to know, you know, what nights works for him. There are nights that we've gotten on to record, and he's been like, "Sorry, dude, we got to do another night." Uh, yeah, I think that's happened where, like once or twice. <laughs> there have been nights. Well, we've only been doing the Monday night thing for a few weeks anyway. So yeah, um, like I've switched jobs. I now have two jobs, so it's it's been pretty difficult. And I think it's important to note that the more moving parts you have for something, the more difficult it is going to be. Um, so I would say don't go into it thinking that it's going to be something that you just sit down and do. Um, at least not if you plan on, you know, uh, taking it somewhat seriously. Uh, obviously if you're just doing it casually, maybe whatever, but, um, also don't think that the way that me and James do things are the way that you have to do things. Like James said that we don't go by a script, but there's nothing wrong with you want a script. Literally. Me and yeah. James just prefer to let the magic flow naturally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> nice pun. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I, I actually was not trying to force that one. It, it just happened, and I realized as I was saying it that it did. Um, another difficult part about having a podcast about magic specifically, uh, realistically speaking, some of your topics are going to be on a deadline. Like Kamigawa Neon Dynasty comes out I think in the like the second week of February, something like that. Um, yeah. Basically, if me and James don't do content about that set in the coming weeks, we're, we we can't do content on it. It's just yeah. it's kind of old by then, and that's just the nature of magic, you know. Like if me and James <laughs> did an episode next week about uh, Ravnica City of Guilds, you know that set came Whoa. out uh, over a decade ago. I'm pretty sure. Uh, nobody's really going to be interested in that, right? <laughs> that well, it's, been it's not that. I think it's like, there's no talking points there. It's like, yeah. And this kind of leads into like, uh, the next real part of the talking point that you had here, Paul is like being able, it's hard to kind of like stand out in a crowd and kind of being like, Hey, we should be the ones you're listening to, because obviously there is a lot of commander content out there and which is totally fine. Cause we all, we're all people with the voice and you know, like the, I, there is nothing wrong with commander content whatsoever um or having an abundance of commander content because i mean like you know like you said like the more we have the better off it can be um but also trying to find interesting takes on a set can be kind of difficult because you don't want to do the same thing that everyone else is doing you don't want to be like oh here's a set review 
these are the cards that you should be playing. These are the cards you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, we do those episodes, but that's because like one, we think that people are going to be able to listen to that and kind of digest that. I think we've done like top tens of like underrated cards because they're cards that we haven't seen people talk about and been like, why are we not talking about X card or Y card? You know, I think there was a couple cards in uh, Crimson Vow that we talked about, which is like, that is a card that when I was opening packs, I was like, this is a card that I got in foil. I'm going to keep this one aside. It was a white and black removal spell that we thought everything, everyone should be playing. And I can't remember exactly what it, what it was off the top of my head right this second. <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember either, but uh, this is also why when we do those lists, I try to incorporate some amount of like, commons and uncommons is because those are the things that people don't necessarily pay that much attention to right yeah so um, like this episode was going to be an episode about kamigawa neon dynasty uh as we we're kind of spitballing ideas for episodes and i kind of went into mythic spoilers and every single card that was there i have seen all over twitter youtube uh instagram i have seen it everywhere reddit as well um and i just i said to paul i'm like as i was spitballing this idea in my head i didn't i wasn't excited about it i didn't feel the oh i need to talk about this kind of feeling like i did with this episode um so we scrapped it and i think that was probably a good idea because it would have just been another bland episode that everybody's seen uh the new planeswalker everybody's seen the new uh demir commander um i forget the name of the card at the moment satoru umazawa yeah or like that. i can't remember Something like that. I mean, again, we haven't exactly deep dive into that set yet, just due to the fact that we aren't there yet as content creators. Um, because, I mean, there is so much to take in when a set is being released um, that it takes a little bit to kind of sink all that information in and remember what's what came out of what set because everything just comes out so fast. And that is another thing that we're going to hit on uh, right now is like, yeah, the deadlines is, is crucial. And... Uh, for me, I wouldn't say this is a down at all, 100%, but I took over the main editing of the episodes and that required a lot of learning to do. Um, I was up late watching YouTube videos and trying to figure out how to do it and logistically and like, how does this work? How do I do this in my head? It's something that I've always wanted to do as a radio show. I've always wanted to get into radio and talk back radio kind of thing. And this was an outlet that I could do that in and just learning audio in itself. So I kind of took that as a challenge to not only like better our content, but better myself and try to use this as a learning experience that I could take into somewhere else. And if another content creator needed like help with something, I knew, I know that they could DM me on any platform and ask questions. And if I can answer them, I will. If I can't, I'm going to point them in the right direction to find that answer. And that's kind of just, yeah, where I went with it. So like we used to have someone who was editing these episodes for us. Um, and I just was one day, I'm like, I couldn't do it anymore. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll learn it. I'll figure it out. And, uh, yeah, I've been editing ever since I think episode 20, 24, somewhere around there. I think so. Yeah. Something, something, something like that. But yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. It's been, a, it's been a long fun ride, um, to kind of, you know, help me uh be able to stay in the game and also like uh the love for the game um last thing i want to say here uh and again this one is because we are on the audio but it seems like video content is preferred by a quite a large margin um there's really not much else to say about that one and this is actually something that we're going to touch on uh after our 
combat phase here. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to pass through our combat phase now, uh, and we're going to hear a message from our sponsors right now. Welcome back from that ad break. Uh, we're going to get into our main phase two here, uh, where we talk about our future goals and what we want to get into for 2022. Um, so again, I'm going to pass the mic over to you, Paul, and uh, you're going to tell us what our goals are. Uh, so we, James and I have always had the goal of just improving people's experiences in the game overall. Um, that is, of course, something that it just happens naturally over time, hopefully, at least. Um, but outside of that, uh, goals with our actual content, James and I have always wanted to do video content. We've been talking about it basically since the inception of the podcast. Um, and I know we've mentioned it a lot without any concrete plans, but James and I actually do have a pretty solid lead on this, uh, we may be streaming, and I'm not even going to say maybe. I'm going to say we will be streaming probably by next month. Uh, yeah. We have a, we have a plan in place. Uh, we have a meeting about this on Wednesday to figure out the logistics. Uh, but so it the is day something before, that will be happening yeah, in the near yeah, future. Yeah, so to be the, the day before you guys are listening to this, we have a meeting set up that's going to help us with a stream team that it's going to basically help us get into the streaming verse of magic because this is something that has come up and I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Paul or anything. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, this is something that comes up all the time. Whenever we, we are a guest on a stream or we talk about our content about being a podcast. They're like, Oh, what about YouTube and, and streaming and, and all it and like Twitch and like Facebook gaming and, and YouTube gaming. Like what about all these different avenues? And I'm going, damn, this is being talked about a lot. Okay, well, what is a way that we can do this logistically? Because, I mean, every fan of this show knows Paul has the hardware and no internet, and I have the internet and no hardware. <laughs> so we found a third-party stream team that's going to help us set up our streams, uh, run our back of house for us. Um, regarding, they say yes. So huh, let's let's hope and pray and fingers crossed that happened. Um if so, woo, this, this happened, Paul. Yeah, we had the meeting and it all went well. Oh, oh, it didn't go so well. Uh, we don't know yet. Um, but that's that's the fun of, uh, of, of post and pre-editing, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we will have we will have streamed VODs up on our Twitch page. I think they stay up for like the day after and hang out for a little bit. Uh, and then I will eventually be dipping my toes into video editing of those gameplay videos. So I am not a video editing expert. Uh, I do have a couple of friends who, when I say a couple of friends, I mean like one main friend, and that's Corey from the Commander Crew, uh, <laughs> who is a quote-unquote professional. I will say he's professional because he's professionally damn good at it, uh, who... I'm hoping, again, I don't know the answer to this one because I haven't even asked yet who will be able to give me some hit, tips, hints, tricks on how to get those edited faster um, and more clean so they have, you know, a specific level of Commander at Arms quality seal of approval on it so we're not going out and just, you know, looking like trash. Um, He's also our most loyal fan. He is, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, we, we've been saying it and everything, and I think it's about time that we we kind of put that plan into action. And I'm excited to start streaming because the stream that we did do for um, Memories Journey, I loved hosting so much. I loved the interaction with the Twitch chat. I loved the interaction with the guests. I loved being able to say, hey, guess what? We got this donation and everybody's just, yeah, happening. You know, like everyone's congratulating and, and, and everything. And it was just such a good feeling that I wish, I wish and I hope that we can build up that on our own brand and we can really push streaming content out to you. Cause then we can, we can really start, you know, uh, doing what we preach. You know, we say do all these rule zero conversations and everything, but I don't think you guys ever see us doing them. So this will be a place where we get to actually do what we preach and we can do our rule zero talks. We can show you how much interaction we play in our decks, how we threat assess everything, how we break down a turn in our games and just generally have fun, sling spells and smash face with our friends. And it of course means that we're going to be looking for some cool guests uh, we already have like a decent lineup of potential participants. Uh, hopefully, we can get some some uh, like some of the biggest people in Magic on with us as well. Uh, ideally, we're looking currently, <laughs> and these are some real stretch goals. Stretch uh, like 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 stretch Armstrong stretch like yeah. to the max. <laughs> uh, we're we'd love to play with the professor. Uh, we'd love to get. Aaron Hansen slash Ego Raptor on. And the biggest stretch goal, we'd love it if we could get Mark Rosewater on with us. That that one is uh might be a pipe dream, but you know, dream big and then, you know, if you shoot for the moon, you land among the stars, something like that. I don't know. Hey man, we 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 aimed uh, at getting Gavin on the show and we did that by episode twenty four, I think that, that was. That is episode twenty four, exactly. Yeah. Uh so if anyone new is listening to this episode, please go check that one out because we do talk to Gavin Vohe about Commander Legends set before it came out and what he's what he was up to and his set designing. And this is all actually this is all pre Good Morning Magic as well. So before he even had a YouTube channel, we got to, we, we we talked to him. So yeah, it's going to be really fun to be able to talk to him post Good Morning Magic. So yeah, uh, and then a little bit after that, um, this is. This is more of a, a, we can't wait to get back into this space because I'm, I've never done it before, but that's like attending more in-person events like GP Vegas that, that happened. And I really wish we could have gone and we could have made it, but unfortunately our funds are a little bit tight uh, and we weren't actually able to get out there. Being on the wet, on the East coast and it happening in Vegas was a little bit hard to get out there too. Not like we can really drive and be back within a day. Probably takes a good, what, day and a half to get out there. Uh, if you don't like sleep, maybe might take a whole Well, I mean, there's two of us. <laughs> you drive for the first 24 hours. I drive for the second 24 hours. No <laughs> breaks. Don't stop. Don't eat. Don't nothing. Just get there and crash for the next three days. Miss the event. Come home. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah, totally <laughs> worth it, man. We'll be like, we were at Vegas. Then you take a <laughs> selfie to be like, we were at Vegas. And then just go to the hotel room and crash out. <laughs> um, but yeah, we would love to attend. We've never attended an in-person event as content creators before uh i have been myself to a couple of gps slash magic fests uh you know just as paul the dude um never had a brand before so (laughs) that would be cool to do 
uh, when it's reasonable to do so, obviously with like the the with with COVID slash financial responsibility. Uh, so when it's reasonable to do so, I'd love to make it out to GP Vegas. It's been uh, something I've wanted to do for even well before content creation days. I've just wanted to do that for a long time now. Um, I'd love to get to a, a GP or sorry, a Magic Fest or a Command Fest uh, like here in Florida. For anybody that didn't know, actually, before this pandemic started back in 2019, there was supposed to be a Magic Fest in Palm Beach that me and my friends yep. were planning on going to. Uh, I think actually, James, were you not planning to go to that as well? I can't remember. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we were uh, all playing like you. It was like the BAM crew was supposed to be a, was supposed to like hire a van and like drive to Palm Beach and and book an Airbnb for the weekend. Uh, yeah, and it, uh, that didn't it happen been because of COVID. It would have been yeah, a fantastic co- way to start the podcast, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. I also have never I've never attended a in person Magic event ever. They didn't really have them in Australia. And if we did have them in Australia, like the big, like GPs, they were in Melbourne and South, South Australia. So it's like, that was at least a good two day drive from where I lived in New South Wales. Um, Because, you know, Australia is massive, but we can only live on about 99.9% of it because the middle of it is all freaking desert and death. Um, but yeah, so I never really got to get in any events that way. Um, and it'd be cool to be like, Hey, I'm James from commander at arms. I can wear my commander at arms shirt. I can wear my, uh, my quote, Oh, not quote unquote, unquote, my monogrammed commander at arms, uh, jumper, or I guess you guys call them sweatshirts over here or sweaters. I think they're called over here. Yeah, maybe we could even get like pins made that we could give out while we're there. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, any, at any rate, like any way to be able to play Magic in person, I think would be really rad to do so as James from Commander at Arms and Paul from, you know, Commander at Arms. And just that's going to be like a big way of getting our name out there as well. Cause, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I have a new play map made up. This is Commander at Arms on it. It's got a little QR code on it. Like people can scan and, you know, get to all of our socials and everything. Actually, everything is really, really cool. And, uh, yeah, we get to, you know, not only that, but I would love to be able to get back into playing at our LGS. And I think if you, if you think recording is like to schedule is, is a hassle, try and organize a group of friends to play at an LGS a week, like once a week. It was a, not, not, not a nightmare, but it was kind of difficult. Yeah. I'm hoping, uh, cause if, well, we've mentioned this before, but me and James started playing at, uh, books a million, uh, down by us. Or I guess it's actually a little further away from me now. But uh, we'd love to be able to get back to that. Um, obviously, like I said, when it's reasonable to do so yeah. uh, financially and responsibly. Yeah. I also know in the ways of like in-person events and traveling on that note, uh, I know my wife had a pretty good idea for uh, me and her or her and I, sorry, to travel a bit more so I can see more of America because I've been here for a while now and I've really, really seen Florida and a little bit of Georgia and a little bit of South Carolina. And I would like to see more. So we uh, we do have that coming up, um, which is going to require a lot of like communication between me and Paul and uh, my wife and some content creators in every single state 
in America. So, teaser, that's going to be happening between 2022 and 2023. So, keep an eye out, keep an ear out. If you want to be a part of that or anything else, just jump on the Twitter at CMDR at arms. Uh, but again, with that, Paul, did you have anything you wanted to add at the end there as a future goal for us? At the Commander at Arms team? Uh, for right now, no, except uh, if there's any content creators, or even if you're not a content creator, if you're in Florida and you find yourself, we live in central Florida, so if you find yourself around like the Orlando area or something, uh, let me and James know. Let James and I know. There we go. <laughs> um, and uh, we're always happy to, to meet up. And if you're a content creator, if you want to collab with us in person, that's cool. Uh, if you're not a content creator, you just want to jam a game, also cool. Let us know the time, the place. And uh, me and James will do our, our darndest to uh, make that work. And the best way you can find us, and this kind of segues into our end step, uh, the best way you can remember to find us and get at us is on Twitter or Instagram at CMDR at Arms. We also have an email address as well, which works, which is commanderatarmspod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, just uh, DM us and we will figure out the details and go from there. Uh, if you want to check out this episode on YouTube, or if you want to look at our deck techs, our unboxings and everything, do that at youtube.com slash commander at arms. Don't forget to go and check out the Eruth uh, Tormented Prophet Is It Storm deck, because is it? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know what I built anymore. It's been a day. I slept since then. Uh, if you want to buy cards online, get them shipped to your house super quick, uh, support your LGS and give us a kickback at the same time. You can do that through tcgplayer.com slash commander at arms, which is our TCG affiliate link. Uh, if you want to get a commander at arms t-shirt or any other merch from us, you can do it in the show notes below. There'll be a link to take you to the Etsy page of bad Fred design co uh, go and check them out as well. They have really awesome wooden deck boxes and I have like six of them on my desk right now. I absolutely love them. Um, if you want to support the show directly, you can do that at patreon.com slash commander at arms. Again, we've got three tiers. Everyone gets access to the discord server where we get to play games, uh, in, uh, I guess on spell table. And that is where we're going to be streaming our games, uh, for our stream games once a week. So if you want to be a part of that, just jump on the Patreon, sub to us at one of our tiers and go from there. Uh, and Paul. Is there anything that you wanted to say to the listeners before we leave for the week? Absolutely. Uh, now more than ever, as we basically recap the past year and a half of content creation that we've uh, done, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening, uh, even if you've only listened for one minute, five minutes, 30 seconds. Whatever time you could have done something else with, but you instead chose to listen to us, uh, we appreciate it and we thank you truly from the bottom of our hearts. Um, if you enjoyed what you heard, please feel free to share our name around with your friends at your LGS, uh, heck, even with your family, if they're into magic or anything card game related, let them know, like, even if they like Hearthstone, you know, because most card games have some similar, or, well, similarities between them, let them know, hey, uh, I just listened to these guys, Paul and James, talk about, uh, some stuff that they're going to be doing coming up and uh, they're going to be doing some video content. And, uh, you know, just get our name out there and you yourself listening. Please 
feel free to take advantage of all the ways that you have to reach us because we do have a lot. We've got Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, please feel free to take advantage of all of those. Uh, we'd love to hear from people, whether it's negative or positive or, you know, anything in between. Uh, please reach out. And with that, I'm James. And I'm Paul. And you've been listening to the newest episode of the Commander at Arms podcast. And remember, arm yourself with knowledge. Peace. See ya. Thank you.